Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's going on, guys? Dr. Andrew Fix back from Physio Room, the Code Podcast. Thank you again for tuning in to listen to this. I tell you guys that every time, but um, I'll probably continue to do that because I just really appreciate you being here listening to this, and hopefully these episodes provide you with some value. Now, in this episode, I don't have any notes on this. I'm not going to be able to like look down, reflect, or you know, recall anything that I've written down because this is a topic that I talk about with clients all the time. So what we're going to be talking about is icing things or just this principle of rice, R-I-C-E, and how that has pretty much gone by the wayside in terms of rehabilitation, healing injuries. Um, you know, there's still times and places where we will recommend heat and ice to people, but largely the principle of ricing, rest, ice, compression, and elevation has gone by the wayside. So let me give you guys a little bit of a background. So there was a Harvard-educated um, medical person. I'll link some of this information in the show notes, but without getting like too deep, who initially like coined this term and came out with the concept of rice. You sprain your ankle, you got to rest it, you have to ice it, compression and elevation to get rid of the swelling, reduce that and help you get back to your activity. Well, every year, every month, you know, we find out new information and based on new information that has been found over the last many years, the person who actually came up with this principle in the first place has publicly come out and said, hey, stop doing this. This is actually not the way that we should handle these injuries and things. We know more and new information now. Stop following these guidelines that I was so strongly behind years ago. Do this other stuff instead. So at the end of the day, we want to try and promote the healing of that area, whether it's a sprained ankle or whether it's a shoulder or like whatever's going on, back pain uh, in other ways, right? And I'll get to that in just a second. What's going on, Code listeners? Dr. Andrew Fix here. And I want to tell you about our friends at Element. Element makes a tasty electrolyte drink with everything that you need and nothing that you don't. That means the science-backed electrolyte ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. And that's why I use it. I've been taking Element for two years now, and I absolutely love the stuff, and I wouldn't want to exercise without it. For all of you code listeners and friends of Physio Room, Element's offered a special to you guys, and I want you to take advantage of it. Go ahead and visit drinkelement.com slash physioroom. That's drinklmnt.com slash physioroom to receive that special offer. You're going to get a free variety pack with any purchase that you place. And uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Thanks so much. Now, if you listen to an episode that I put up uh, a few weeks ago, depending on when you're listening to this, adapting what you're doing rather than avoiding things altogether, I had some knee pain going on. And rather than sticking ice on my knee, you won't hear me talk about that in, in that episode. Rather than icing my knee, heat pad on the knee, avoiding the exercise that I had planned, I was able to just modify and adapt things, continue to be active, continue to move, and not make that knee pain worse. 
and it's actually getting better now. Now a couple of weeks down the line, it's improving. I haven't stopped my activity. I'm still doing all the things: biking, squatting, playing softball, you know, going for hikes, whatever that might be. And I haven't iced it, which is you know so far against what most people do when something's bothering them, right? You've probably either been part of this or heard the typical story of, "I hurt my knee." So I'm going to ice it. I'm going to take some Advil or some ibuprofen or Motrin or whatever that is, take some Tylenol and see if that'll go away. Now, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not prescribing people medications. Nobody in our office is prescribing people medications. There are times and places for these things. Generally speaking, when you talk to a health conscious fitness forward type of provider that is a medical doctor, they too are going to recommend not relying on things like Advil or on prescription medications to subside your symptoms, because at the end of the day, that's what they are. They're a symptom masker. They don't actually address the problem that's going on, right? So rather than icing, or excuse me, rather than ricing, rest, ice, compression, and elevation, here are the things that typically we recommend to clients when they do have something that's bothering them. And rest might be a part of it. I like to use the acronym CARE. And that typically stands for, depending on how you want to describe this, compression, active recovery, and elevation, or compression, active, active rest, recovery, and elevation. So notice just a subtle difference there, active, active uh, rest or active recovery, because there's still definitely some rest that's probably appropriate. And when I say rest, I mean really like adapting things and modifying things so that you don't make it worse. It doesn't mean lay on the couch and do literally nothing, right? So that's why we talk about active rest. Now, compression is still very beneficial to help reduce some of that swelling. But icing, in the version that we think about it, with an ice pack sitting on your ankle, typically is going to promote being stagnant, promote being still. It is going to cause vasoconstriction, and it's going to decrease temporarily the blood flow to that area. But what it's not going to promote is movement, you know, continuing to move your body, gentle movement of the area that is injured, which is going to promote blood flow, which is ultimately going to promote healthy nutrients and healthy healing mediators through our bloodstream coming to that damaged tissue site so that it can start to repair and start to heal. We actually need a little bit of that swelling in our body in order for things to heal appropriately. When we just ice, don't move, take anti-inflammatory medications, we dampen or reduce the effects that our body tries to go through when we are trying to heal from an injury, right? Does that make sense? So when we take these things, it blocks our body's normal, natural healing processes that we have in place. Same with like a fever, right? And again, like I said, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not telling you not to take medication for your fever. Refer to someone else who's prescribing you medications. However, a fever is your body's natural defense mechanism to try and fight off the infection or the virus or whatever that you have going on. It's your body's way of trying to help you recover and heal from that. Sometimes when we take medications that block our body's natural processes, it actually kicks the can down the road on how long it actually takes us to recover from these things. Take, for example, the ankle sprain, right? If you take ibuprofen, Advil, you block the pain signals that your body is giving you. You may accidentally push it just a little bit too hard when that medication wears off. You may be more sore than you were when you took it. 
because maybe you block some of the pain signals from your body. You pushed it and now you set yourself back just a little bit. Pain is important in our body, right? If you touch a hot stove, you want to feel pain so that you know to pull your hand away from that stove and you don't keep it there because you don't feel pain and cause some significant burns to your hand, right? And I think that makes sense to everybody. But we've had pounded into our head this idea of using the rice principle whenever we have an ache or a pain, we have to ice it, we have to ice it, we have to rest it, we have to you know, do all these things. And that's not what the most up-to-date recent literature says. It says to move, modify your activities. Yes, using compression and elevation can be beneficial for the management of edema and swelling. So I'm a big fan of that. But I want you to continue to move and continue to be active and continue to try to do the things that you can. Now, while we're on the topic, we're going to have a more thorough uh episode about these things about ice baths and saunas and whatnot now an ice bath is a little bit different than saran wrapping an ice pack or taking a bag of frozen vegetables out of the freezer and just setting it on your injured area an ice bath is a little bit different because one you're probably not if it's cold enough you're probably not going to spend a significant amount of time in there if you're doing it on your whole body this is more of a nervous system shock and nervous system effect, not really like a cold causing vasoconstriction type of an effect because you're not going to be spending like 20 minutes in there probably. And the pressure, the hydrostatic pressure from the water can cause some compression to the area, which is going to help with that blood flow and blood promoting, you know, flushing things out of that area. So ice bath compared to ice pack, a little bit different. I do recommend ice baths to people. In certain situations, when the person is appropriate, in the situation is appropriate. So stay on the lookout for future episodes on that. But again, this episode is just all about answering questions that I get from clients or dispelling some of the common things that we think we know because we've had it pounded into our head from primary care providers, from our parents, from coaches, trainers, whatever. And it still is something that's used today. But Ice at the end of the day doesn't promote movement. It doesn't promote healing in the moment right now, getting the area to continue to move, adapting things, starting to do some rehab or some recovery, which is where that R comes in, in the CARE acronym, is what's going to actually help that thing heal and recover the best long-term. Now, ice in the moment might reduce your pain because you're giving your body a different stimulus to feel the cold from the ice. But if you're going to ice, if it's something that feels good to you, you want to do it, you know, you believe in it because it's worked for you before, or you feel like it's worked before, please just continue to try to be active and try to continue doing what you can do, promote that movement, which is really going to help with the healing. But again, this episode here on the code, we are replacing the ICE acronym, the RICE acronym, excuse me, RICE acronym, R-I-C-E, for rest, ice, compression, and elevation with the newer school, more up-to-date care acronym, compression, active rest, recovery, and elevation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of The Code. If this sort of struck a chord with you or if you have any questions from this episode, please reach out to us and we would be happy to chat with you and address anything that you have going on. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.